Welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Welcome back to another episode of Coney Talk Podcast, a bite-sized show. I'm your host, Alex. First-time guest, happy to have you here. And to my returning listeners, really glad for joining me. On this bite-sized show, I talk a bit about the Arsenal game and then pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were great in the game and one player I consider the odd one who just had a poor game or not good enough who just needs to be called out. Arsenal hosted Newcastle at the Emirates. This game did not reflect the kind of nervousness I had. I thought Newcastle would keep Arsenal in the shade of a cagey match kind of situation. Boy, was I wrong. This Arsenal team, this squad, they the class that they have shown is redefining what kind of team it is and the level at which they are and they continue to grow. I couldn't be more proud of this 4-1 win that they displayed. Indeed, another challenge that they responded admirably. Same lineup except for Jorginho starting over Trossard, which I really like, and Jesus and Vieira on the bench. Nice. We were going to see how Arsenal would react on the pitch following the loss in the previous game. As the game started, I thought it was going to be dictated by the best team and best players in the middle. And as we started on, Kai Havertz, light on his feet, looked really hot on the ball early on. And it was a sign of so much to come. Arsenal's bright plays were bursting out in Newcastle's box. Saka, Rice had open plays with shots on goal just nine minutes in. Oof. Jorginho and Bryce were already bossing the midfield and Newcastle hadn't found an opening to grow into the game and we've seen this in the previous game so credit to the team and how sharp they were. So Arsenal with that had to capitalize on their brilliant drives into the box and try to score early because we know how dangerous this team could be. I noticed Rice playing further up the pitch as a number eight cutting off any chances for Newcastle to initiate a second or third pass from their build-up, and that was very effective. Newcastle were not pressing aggressively, which I was kind of surprised with. They kept a defensive shape, though, looking to claim the ball away from their box. Too bad for them. (laughs) Jorginho made sure we didn't break our rhythm, keeping everything in front of us and cleanly played. Passes to Martinelli in the box were threatening enough to give them a lot to think about. It looked like a big chance was coming, just seeing how much of the bright plays were, you know, flowing. In the meantime, we settled for corner kicks. And that gave us our first chance. The first goal, actually. Big Gabby's header made it all happen. Another excellent set-piece play. Yes, they were calling an own goal, but none of that would have happened without Big Gabby. So, big up play there. And so, that followed up with so much more brilliant plays by Arsenal. I saw stainless football by the Gunners. The game was happening around Newcastle. They just couldn't find themselves. At one point, I had to play it back. And, and when I saw Ben White run free into the box, I, I was just lost. I mean, and, and then Havers pass to Ben White, give him free reign to shoot. But he passed it to Rice, who missed his chance. But that play and that sequence of movement, just I was blown away. I mean, it was an amazing idea of what was to come in this game. And... I really enjoyed it. So they reset for another play. Jorginho's pass for a good run by Martinelli looked like it was somewhat broken. But Martinelli pulled it back for Harvest to finish it in quickly. And that was 2-0. 
wonderful play by Martinelli without any hesitation. That's what I love to see about that guy. The boys were firing at a very high altitude. Ben White was not tucked in the way we know he would. He was playing further up, closer to Saka, and that was amazingly good, like without any break of play or consciousness in how they were playing. This was a different new thing for me, rather. If you hadn't seen an unpredictable formation and position play by Arsenal, this was one of them. And the way Ben White was playing in certain moments like that was really glaring for me to make that notice. Odegaard's press, who has made it Arsenal's brand, put dispossessed Newcastle in their box, serving up a perfect play for Havers to tap in for another goal, but was blocked by a last-minute defensive play by Newcastle. This was that unrelentless play and fashion that Arsenal has had and, you know, commendable. In another run of plays, Saka pulled one back for Martinelli's header that was over the bar. Damn it, that would have been a backbreaker goal if it connected well with the right angle. Martinelli's pace was blinding and amazingly effective and hungry. Oh, what you love to see from that guy. With that kind of pace and drive that Martinelli has... He's supposed to play like a possessed bastard. I mean, there is nothing that tells you how you should respect the way he plays and what he can do if he's put in a position without thinking too much and for himself to just be very ruthless in finishes and shots. Another highlight in the first half, Rice picked off Longstaff right in their own box and Havers' first touch just robbed him off of a chance to shoot. But while still in control of the ball... Saka dribbled his way with a direct shot at Karius for another corner. As I said, the fire kept coming on. Arsenal were unendurable for Newcastle up till this point. Clearly another case of, we should have scored more goals by now, which we really would have, by direct plays. And this was for real. wasn't just any kind of claims. You could count them. Newcastle got a blip of play in our half towards the end of the, f- the first half. And that was it. Nothing really came out of second half, one minute in. Havers beating himself up here. Open chance to score or not a goal, but he just kicked the ball in the wrong angle. I think a little part of him may have felt that he was sort of offsides. Maybe that made him not really trust what he was about to do. But he could just go to score. But that was crazy. That was just insane. Arsenal playing... The same fashion as they were in the first half, but just a bit more defending. But they were incredible. Ben White was quick and instinctive, intercepting the ball, and Big Gabby was blanketing Isaac, suffocating him throughout. He wasn't able to do much. Newcastle got into the game a bit more with the ball, and with that, Oshner had to play off the ball, and they were doing so defensively, and it looked it looked as an even game with both teams able to move back and forth with the ball, but not so much as a threat to Arsenal because they just had a couple of chances in our box. And I think that may have been the the two shots attempt they had in goal, and that was it. An early sub for Arsenal, Trossard coming in for Martinelli, who had run his socks off deservingly so, played really effectively and gave us those chances that, you know, put us early on the score sheets. Havertz, at one point, regained regained the ball from from an interception, and Odegaard drove the ball with Rice into the thirds, 
laying it off to Saka, to, who was now on the ball, dribbled, and then with a low-driven shot, bang, goal, 3-0, damage done. I mean, it just felt like nothing was going to come out of it, but <laughs> that's this is Saka we're talking about here. Arsenal were not done. Trussard had an open run with acres of space with the ball, but, you know, closed down to settle for a corner. These corner kicks are not just a gimmies anymore because a lot of chances do come out from there. And there we had it. Our knockout goal. Give your score. What a moment. I mean, really happy for that guy because it's taken him a long time to be in this position, gain this level of confidence, and play very well with this team without seeming like he's the weakest link. So that was such a great reward for him. The rest of Arsenal subs came in. Pleased to see key players get off their feet. Saka, Odegaard, and a few more. But that was great. The positive plays didn't slow down. Emil Smith-Rowe had a shot blocked. And he just kept showing that he had a chance to really affect the game. Or at least stamp his name in moments like this. But then the dull moment for Arsenal was conceding a goal rubbing them off the clean sheet. It was a nice Joe Willock running free for a header. Wasn't an easy goal defending though, but oh well. Then it came down to game management by Arsenal. Watching the game clock wind down. A strong press by Reese Nielsen, where he regained the ball and drove into the box for a pullback shot that landed for Smith Roll, which was cleared off the line. Again, this was really amazing how much chance Smith Roll was showing and what he wanted to do with it and he really would have been on that score sheet. You know, great defending, and that was it. Moments later from that, game, the game whistle confirmed it all. 4-1 Arsenal. Game done. This kind of demolition by Arsenal was shocking. Excellent performance. I tell you, the boys were flying. We got our answer when we were wondering how they would respond from the defeat. And it was a resounding play in confidence. Okay, so let me talk about my top three performance in this game. First up, Jorginho. This game required a masterclass in the middle and he did not disappoint. He allowed Rice to play freely as a number eight and also given Martinelli first class access to do his thing in attack. Could have been more happier seeing him start in this game. Second player, Rice. Another monster game. I'm sorry if it just may sound routine the way I talk about this guy, but it's just who he is. As I say this, I'm thinking to three plays where he dispossessed the ball and we should have scored directly, not even by chances. As a number six or number eight, it doesn't matter to this guy. He just keeps blowing us away. Incredible. Third player, Saka. Incredible finish of a goal. Great game. I didn't expect a flashy type of game from Saka. He was really up in this game. But I'd be lying if I said... It was an easy choice, making him my third pick. His goal was important, though. He really broke up everything in terms of Newcastle's spirit and gave Arsenal every chance to close everything out. And with that, special mentions for Odegaard and Havertz because they were brilliant. They were amazing. Havertz especially because the way he played up top, he was good. He was really good. No odd one here, folks, and that's lovely. I would love to keep saying this over and over again for the rest of the season. I'm so overjoyed for this team, for this players, for this game in particular, because it was such a worry for me. To think we have been amazing without at least three big Arsenal players away says a lot. It really does. Massive flowers to the coaches and players for all they've done so far. 
really well deserved. And with that, I'll finish it off here, folks. Celebrate this win like no other. Until then, talk soon. Take care.